Welcome back to the second part of our year one year in review. The heavyweights are next four through number one. These are the big guns, the best of the best, the worst of the worst, and our favorite movies that we saw in our first year of podcasting for Sneaker Madness. Welcome to Sneaker Madness. Stinker Madness. This is Jackie. Yeah, Jackie's here again. How are you, Jackie? I'm doing fantastico. Great. Sammy, how are you doing today? I'm good. Good. Seem to have to be suffering a bit from the allergies. Yes, I am. I am suffering from the allergies, and I'm also suffering because I'm a guy that's never had any goddamn allergies before. Yeah, no, I, I did I've developed that. allergies in the last three months of my life, and it's killing me i don't know how you people have done this is how has anybody been allergic to anything being allergic to shit sucks sucks yeah and the people that you know who's a bunch of dicks people that aren't allergic to shit me because they lord it over you oh you're such uh, allergies can't be that bad just just take some claritin yeah well what if it doesn't work it doesn't seem to work and you're dripping just pain out of every orifice that's and it, and it's that annoying pain, like yeah. like paper cut level of pain, where it's just like you know what, fuck you, pain. Your eyes itch and throb, and you can do nothing about it. You can do absolutely nothing about it. I don't have allergies. Oh, oh shit! Fuck you, you son of a bitch! How dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here we are. We're back. We've got uh number four through one. From uh, our year in review, if you have not listened to uh, the first episode of this, uh, picks 10 through 5, go back and check that out. There's some good stuff. Uh, we all have discussed some fine movies, and uh, now we're ready for, for the biggest and the best. Biggest and the best. Yeah. My number four film, Peter Jackson's Bad Taste. Did not watch it this year. I don't know that it would have made it that... I don't know that that would have made it on here. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I that's a number four. I love Bad Taste. It but is I, one of my favorite stinkers of all time. Super entertaining, though. Like it when the a, turf gets pulled underneath the house. Yep, yep. It is It is in my Hall of Fame. Uh, I believe it's number five in my Hall of Fame bad movies. Uh, the way that it was made with absolutely zero money over... Every few weekends, you know, film on the yeah. weekends, we're going to write as as we shoot. Uh, there's not a lot to write. The, well, the concept of, of uh, an evil fast food chain coming to Earth and uh, picking people off for ingredients for their yummy, yummy crumbs country delights chain <laughs> of intergalactic restaurants is brilliant. The fact that uh, at the climatic climactic scene... One of the character or one of the actors actually gets to shoot a rocket launcher and blow up a house. It is amazing. I yeah, loved we, it. We figure out. So how are we going to do this? Well, the one thing we could do is actually shoot a rocket launcher at the house and blow it up. Yeah, me, me, is this me, your me, grandma's me, house? Me, me. I get to do it. Just do I get it. to do it. I get to do it. Then pull out. Sure, shit. They pull out a rocket launcher and blow up a house on no money. The effects are so cheesy and so bad, and it's. It's just Peter Jackson, it's his very first film, and it's, you know who this guy is. Like, 
before even all the Lord of the Rings business, you just know that this guy loves films. Yes. And this is what he wants to do is make films that people enjoy. And Bad Taste is exactly that. It is accurately titled. I'll tell you what was in Bad Taste, which was not awesome about this movie, is when they were when they were drinking that um green gump, the green goop or whatever, and the they puke. were yeah, and it's, they were passing that around. It it's was like, Peter Jackson's vomit. Oh God, it was just so so gross. It is so gross, but they you're you're it's it's intended to be gross out and well delivered because the puke the bowl of puke that all of the crumbs employees drink is looks just like that jello mold that that's brought to like your family's reunion that nobody wants to eat because it just looks yucky there's chunks of marshmallows and it's green and, and lime so green and bleh. there's like grapes in there yes. and their grapes are sliced so someone took the time yes to slice grapes so that they could use these sliced grapes to make jello gross which is jello how do you make Jello go? You've done the impossible. You've made Jello that I don't want to eat. Like the one thing you can't fuck up is Jello. Nope, you can. Well, if you watch Bad Taste, you will definitely never want to eat that stuff again because they, sure enough, all the crumbs employees drink the puke. But then when it comes to the one good guy who's impersonating crumbs employees, like, I don't want to drink the puke. I don't know. They're going to, they're going to catch me. They're going to catch me. They're going to know that I'm not one of their guys. And then he tastes the puke and he's like, you know, I'll take some more of that puke. Yeah. <laughs> so That's tasty puke. Funny. And he, and then they, they break into Crumb's house and, uh, the one guy, they get in this long drawn out fist fight with one of Crumb's employees and the, the, the freedom fighters, the defenders of earth, one of the guys kicks the head off of the guy, the, the guy that he's fighting and it, the head goes flying out the window and he looks at the camera and goes, Yep, I still got it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, oh my God, you I know, this movie. I always say comedy is the hardest thing to do, and that's one of the things that I hand to this is that this shit is genuinely funny. It is genuinely it funny. It is genuinely funny, and you can you can tell that even at an early age with no budget, one of the things that you get with that I learned about Peter Jackson from this is that Peter Jackson's a funny guy. He mm-hmm. puts himself in the movie in two roles, mm-hmm. and he has great physical comedy ability. Like when he's on the hillside. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. his head gets open or whatever. Uh-huh. That shit is hilarious. It is hilarious, and he does it perfectly. He's like, "Wow, this guy is a really funny guy." And he, the the his other character, he plays. I think the bad crumbs employee's yeah. name is Mark, and then Derek is the boy wizard from the Earth Defenders group. And Derek is the not actionist hero most action hero of all time he's got snot dripping out yeah. of his nose he drools all the time he's a bit of a mouth breather he's kind of a whiny nerd like he's the science guy he, he's got gadgets and stuff <laughs> yeah. but then halfway through the movie Derek has had a fucking enough of these goddamn <laughs> aliens it's almost and it's time for them to die <laughs> it's like a turning point uh a la miami connection where oh dragon force there's some music and then <laughs> and they're killing fucking people. Yo, I love Bad Taste. I will watch Bad Taste at any point in time. Thank you. Thank you, Peter Jackson, for being who you are. Sam, you're number four. My number four is Ninja 3 The Domination. Oh, another one I did and not watch. Didn't You didn't watch it, and we've already talked a great deal about Ninja 3 The Domination in well, the maybe last they, episode. Maybe somebody uh, didn't listen to that episode, now, so why you, don't you re-educate us? Well, we should re-mention 
that there is a laser light show in the movie. Uh, an, a ninja a possession ninja laser light show. Possession laser light show. A very hairy man that gets sexed up a couple times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lady that has to do it and doesn't like it. Nope. Doesn't like it one bit, but has to do it anyway. Uh huh. And show Kasugi. Show Kasugi. And there's no little Kasugi. Kane Kasugi's not in this one. No, he's not. That, that's the other thing that's different about this one than the other two. The other two have Kane Kasugi sort of showcased as little, little man ninja. There isn't that. They replaced the little man ninja with copious amounts of bullshit. Oh. Just abs- tons, buckets, and buckets of bullshit. I put, uh, Ninja 3 The Domination as my sixth film, and, uh, one thing that I didn't mention before that I absolutely loved about this film was the fact that there is the ninja demon possession, but at one point in the film, the ninja doesn't come and possess her. A sword that's held, that floats through the air yeah. by I forgot about the floating that, sword that you can see the string in one that shot. You can see the string in one shot and it's twirling around because of gravity. Yeah. And it's, it's not a floating sword. No. It is clearly a sword held up by string. <laughs> it is intended to be floating through the air. It looks terrible. Terrible. And all, every single one of us that were watching this movie, when that, when that floating sword came across the screen, we all lost our shit. Yeah. And I ended up on the ground laughing so hard. Yeah. It was fucking ridiculous. The other thing was, is that like, they knew they didn't have time or money to do a post-production animated glow on it, so they did it practically yes. by sh- just throwing purple light at the goddamn oh, thing, yes. and then putting the camera where it was reflecting directly at it, and it was like, what the shit it is, is this? It is one of the worst-looking films <laughs> ever that's one of the best-looking films, films ever. ever. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Ninja 3 is so great. The... What was failed to mention last time on this, a lot of stuff happens in this movie for how much time, it, like, there's a lot of events. They get, they go through a lot of material because it starts out with the bad ninja getting killed and then she has to get, get possessed. They gotta figure things out. All this shit has to happen where you could make the movie five hours long if you wanted to. It's 90 minutes. Yeah. And usually when you start bouncing around like that in a 90 minute movie, the pace of the film will suffer, uh-huh. and you'll get stuck on uninteresting things. They do not. No. This thing moves like a freight train, and it covers a lot of ground. It's like when the when when you come to the filler moment, uh, where in a normal film, oh, this is this is going to be the slow dialogue part. They're like, oh, well, what are we going to do here? I know. Let's have another sex scene where she has to stick her face in a blanket of uh, 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 a yak. She's inside of a yak, and guess what? He smells worse on the inside. Yeah, I I almost feel like Furstenberg was just having fun with those scenes. Like I know like, that how could I got you not. I know that I got to move, and you know he's one of the top choices. Him and Zito knew how to make a film fast mm-hmm. for uh, Canon. They didn't go over budget things like that. But it was probably one of those like I'm going to make her do this a couple times. Uh-huh. I am going to make this woman just chew on this There's guy's carpet. No back. way that you could shoot that and not be like, oh yeah, oh this is going to be an emotional fil- point in this film. You have to know. You have to know how funny it looks. You, I, you almost like you just you you cut, you break. You're like, all right, everybody, take five, smoke them if you got them, and you calmly walk into your trailer. You close the door, and you laugh your ass off yeah. for the whole five minutes. And then you come back and act like nothing happened. And then and then after watching the dailies, you can't sleep because you're still laughing. You're just, so hard. It's so funny. Yeah. It's just so funny. 
You know, 18. it just sounds like the price of fame to me. <laughs> the price yeah. of fame is... You're going to make it as a big actress, you're going to have to uh, stick your face in some yak hair. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm out. <laughs> not not for you, huh? If, if that's the price of fame, um, put me at the bargain bin. You <laughs> <laughs> like she's doing it, she's not liking it, and Furstenberg's like, Meryl Streep would be chewing on that hair. <laughs> You gotta start somewhere, lady. You gotta start somewhere. <laughs> and right here, start by eating this man's rug back. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Rug. Oh, <laughs> like it's 70s shag carpet on a human body. You know, here's the scary thing is in movies like that, usually the actors, you know, they'll get injured a little bit, scraped up yeah. knees or, you know, maybe a cut here and there. Could you imagine the awful time that somebody would have had to have done to bandage that guy up and like then hold the band-aid off? <laughs> You'd have to just That's like, where the Wilhelm scream came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if that guy gets cut and he goes to the hospital, they just have to like shave him. Like just shave everything off. Bring in the lawnmower. Yeah. What do you do? Like, does anyone have a floby? <laughs> Stat. We need to we need to get this knocked down to about three inches before we even try to shave it. Bring me a floby. Where does this man start? <laughs> it's like the wet cat thing. They shave him. It's like, dude, what do you weigh? One hundred and thirty. I can't You're tell where he's injured. Yeah. There's blood everywhere. Where's it coming from? <laughs> Jackie, what's your number four film? Well, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I'll oh, tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to, 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 really, 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 really want to sing. You're kidding. My Spice number World? four is Spice World. Oh, my If you want God. my future. Mm-mm-mm. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's It was a ridiculous film, and I loved it. It was self-aware, the tour bus thing, or it was bigger on the inside, uh-huh. and just how ridiculous it was, and they had that friend that was having a baby, and... Right. Well, I still don't understand why that friend would... They kind of tried to explain it with the restaurant scene, like, oh, they were friends before, and I'm still like, but why? Because they kicked her ass out of the Spice Girls, because yeah, she wanted to have a baby. Because she wanted... And then she doesn't have, like... There's not a there's not a gentleman in the picture. No, there is not. So no. she just went like, I'm going to go get some stuff in my vagina, some genetic girl, material. You know, girl power, Sam. You know, oh, exactly. It's the baby Jesus. I don't think it is. <laughs> I, I just don't think it is. I do not think that that is a uh, a is it an immaculate conception. M- Mother Mary was the initial Spice Girl. No, no. I think that uh, there was a a local bloke got too drunk and uh, didn't realize he he didn't. He like woke up the next day and his mouth was fuzzy and unbeknownst to him, he had donated his genetic material to uh, a little project that somebody else was working on. (laughs) Eliminated the sixth Spice Girl. So Spice World. Spice World. I also like that. Uh, I just uh, the vision of Baby Spice taking a huge dump in the woods. Oh, that is fun. That was that, that fun. Was fun. Yeah. yeah, I didn't enjoy this film very much. <laughs> you didn't. I did not like Spice World. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was a huge disappointment because it did have moments when it was pure genius, and then other times where it just blew ass. Like, I'm talking Xanadu levels of blow ass. It was never, I don't think at any point, reached anywhere near Xanadu level. Of no, because ass. Xanadu no, is constantly shit. But just like that whole training sequence when they're out in the the, the guy's house, and it was supposed to be John Cleese, but John Cleese was like, fuck you, fuck I'm not going to be in this piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, 
that just took so goddamn long and it was not funny and it sucked and i just yeah there was too many moments like that the whole studio like oh now we're gonna get serious and these girls are gonna lay it down crap it was just like i loved it Hmm. i loved every bit of it i thought it was just magical and fun It, the outfits were zany. Oh, the costume. Oh, Back the costumes to the costume. The men with the butt pants. In terms of uh, fun, I don't know that what I can give you on this. Visual fun. In terms of art direction and costume design, there is not a film that has as much fun stuff to look at that we watched all year. Like, it's fun. Uh, I will argue Flash Gordon with you. Flash Gordon is yeah. that so the set designs and again the costume designs but they're, are there at a Well, here's the thing I'm not saying I'm saying actually fun. The word fun. Yeah. Definition of fun. Like well, are you having a good Spice time? Girls. No, but what this is supposed to say is fun. Like they may as well all be holding signs that say fun, and instead of having props, it's just more signs that say fun. Like that's what I'm where I'm getting at is that it is like a patchwork quilt of objects that are fun. Wee. Yeah, and I had a good time. Yeah, it's like the ball pit at McDonald's. Yes, that the is movie. A, the ball pit at McDonald's. The movie. Well, I just, I just can't. I, I didn't like it that much. I loved it, but I like to play devil's advocate, and it was fun. I, it, it's a better film than I was expecting. I yes, I was expecting Catwoman. I got I got a four out of that film. Uh, for maybe a five on the fun scale. Yeah. Uh, it just it. Like I say, I just was, as soon as I saw bits of it, I was like, oh, there's so much, they're doing a better job than I was expecting, and then they just go back and fail. Giant chunks of the movie was just failures. Yeah. Where they just lost the, uh, the momentum that they had built up before in their, in the, in the funness. I also enjoyed not being able to understand one fucking thing that Melanie Chisholm says in the entire movie. Nothing. You, what a thick, terrible accent. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, there you go. My number three film is Halloween three. Halloween season of the witch. Happy, happy Halloween, 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 happy, happy Halloween, Shamrock, Shamrock. <laughs> I loved it. Tom Atkins invades ladies' panties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. That's the movie, folks. Uh, it's so ridiculous and, like, understated because most people hate this film. Just hate it. It is, like, one of the most hated films ever because it's... Not Michael Myers. Which is something I don't like. I do not like Michael Myers. I'm sorry. Uh, but I love Season of the Witch. It's great. I was super confused by it the first time I watched it. <laughs> you've, you've got a clear picture of it now? <laughs> well, the second time through, I was like, yep, this movie doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> well, and I you're didn't... not expecting Michael Myers at that point either, because you're like, well, oh, well, he's not in this. I already know. The first time I watched it, I was really expecting a horror movie. <laughs> Instead and of a game was, of grab ass, and, it, and I like it's over, and I was like, wasn't that because it's like on a the USA block that they show a horror movie? It's a Halloween movie. Uh. It was like on Halloween. I'm watching this. It gets over, and it was like the movie told me it was a horror movie, and the channel that it was on told me it was a horror movie. But I'm telling both of those things right now that I don't think that was a horror if movie. If you can tell me <laughs> the scary element, 
of Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, I, I'll give you a trophy because I don't know what is frightening about that Nothing. film. Nothing Even if I was a scared child, I'm, sca- I'm a child and I'm scared of everything. Everything in this earth is frightening to me. I would be like, you know, Halloween se- 3 Season of the Witch, that's like Star Wars to me. Wee-hew, I'm yeah. having a good yes. time. Well, you know, and only the rich bastard kids are going to get screwed by this whole plan because they're the they're the only ones that can afford these special masks no every kid had the mask with the medallion that was oh the medallion no i thought there was the the masks all had the medallions and the medallions are what got you yeah exactly they turn you into some bugs (laughs) 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 so really it's a win-win if you hate your kid because of stonehenge let's not forget because of stonehenge oh yeah no i was gonna talk about the mystical element in this film that is definitely not a horror movie uh, I was 16 when I saw it the first time, too, so mm-hmm. it was like, I could have been scared by it, maybe, if it was I scary. Was I was going, <laughs> let's say that I was impressionable enough as a younger person that a scary movie may have been able to still get me at that point, whereas that was just a real confusion. It was a point of my life where I was like, what is happening there? It's with a head scratcher. It was, a, it was really just boggling to me. Like, I, I thought about it for like two weeks going, what the hell was that about? I am still thinking about it because if you guys, if you guys remember the evil corporation that distributes the mass, Silver Shamrock. Yes. Their number one product prior to the evil bug churning children masks was sticky toilet paper. <laughs> I oh, am yes. very still confused at how sticky toilet paper works and what is the intended comedy <laughs> of sticky toilet paper, the practical joke. Gag novelty <laughs> products. Sticky toilet paper. <laughs> when you go to the party, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> and you have been gagged by the sticky toilet paper, it's not funny. No, for it's anybody. The joke is poop on yourself <laughs> and then and poop, poop everywhere. In the house. And like, poop in the house. Well, the, house. <laughs> the practical Joker has pranked himself because now there's shit everywhere. There's you don't do that joke at your own paper. house. I, That's, yeah, how you do you do sneak that sticky toilet house. paper into somebody else's you, house? So it has to be a costume party. <laughs> and you're you're basically doing like you're smuggling some you smuggle it in like you're the pregnant nun and your costume is is, is actually is, is it's double timing its second function is smuggling in the I'm going to cover your house in poop joke that isn't funny because it's human shit and it's everywhere. I don't even know if you can get the sticky toilet paper to the house. Well, you can get the sticky toilet paper to the house, but here's the problem. You go into the bathroom to spring your trap. Yeah. And you are stuck to sticky toilet paper. You are the pregnant nun and you can't get the sticky toilet paper off of yourself because it's sticky toilet paper. No, so you had a hairy butthole. And then you use sticky toilet paper. I mean, that's where the Wilhelm scream comes from. Yeah! Happy Halloween! <laughs> so it's like one of those things that happens every year, and it never works right, and it just pisses people off because the person is going to wipe, and they get it sticks to their finger, and you know at that point, well, I can't use this. And so everybody's having fun, and then a light guy just like walks out and doesn't say anything. The next person that goes into the bathroom is like, "God damn it, what's wrong with this sticky toilet paper?" Frank just had to wipe with a hand towel again. There's a shitty hand towel in the sink. The party's over. Everybody go home. Best case scenario, like the very best that you can hope for, is that the toilet gets clogged up with sticky. Like that's the best case. Oh no, the, I broke in the toilet. Yay, funny joke. No, it's not funny. Sticky toilet paper is the worst idea ever. But 
Halloween 3 Season of the Witch is one of the best films ever. But you yeah. have to admit, though, when the little kid gets it right, when they lock in the the, the number one mask-selling family mm-hmm. into the, oh, God, the testing the room, yeah. and the, the kid gets turned into bugs or whatever, <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> Every time you say it. Turning children into bugs. <laughs> it's like... Tonight at 11. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you gotta admit, though, that at that point, you were like... That little fucker had it coming. That little fucker was such an asshole throughout the whole thing. I want this, daddy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's right, kid. Eat bugs. So, <laughs> you little bastard. Tonight at 11, child turn into bugs. Neighbor says, you know what? The fucker deserved it. <laughs> yeah. So the post-apocalyptic world of this plan worked out because it wouldn't happen to everybody. You sort of turning, you take the population down to about 10% of its original uh, the technology hadn't been affected, and so the 11 o'clock news is going to be on. And like, he's like, that crazy wizard done fucked us up real nice. Because <laughs> that's what happened. It's like, that crazy wizard done fucked us up real nice. They, uh, yeah, like, what that's the report. Like, well, I don't know what his end game was, but half of us turned into bugs. <laughs> Indeed. Sam, what's your number three movie? Beastmaster. The Beastmaster. Yes, the Beastmaster. The second appearance. The second appearance in this. What was your favorite part about the Beastmaster? My favorite part about the Beastmaster is it's it's X Factor to me is the how did these people not die from living in the most dangerous town ever? (laughs) (laughs) They live on a bunch of houses. You're talking about Dar's hometown. Yeah, yeah. They're, it's, they're all on stilts, but they're like also <laughs> angle cut to where they're like pikes. Yeah. <laughs> How does anyone not die? Honey, I'm going to go get the milk off. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they not all just impaled on their village? It's it's be, it, that's that's where the uh, the urban legend of oh, I'm just going to step out for a pack of smokes come from, and then Daddy never comes home is because when he did step out for a pack of smokes, he got stabbed to death by a, on his, his own house. Yeah, on his house. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're the the still sort of unexplainable ro- roving gang of sword guys uh-huh. that are supposedly friends is, with the Riptorn. They're freelancers. They're freelancing. Yeah. They're buddies. It says in the movie at some point that they're like friends. It's like, mm. oh, that's cool. So he just, he's still freelancing. But if you're these, you know, roving freelancers, you see this town and you're like, yeah, let's fuck that up. No, you'd be like, that's going to work itself out. Moving on. Let's go to the next village. <laughs> Let's go to the next we village. Don't, we don't want this one. I'm surprised they lasted that long. As long as they did. Why are they not all dead? Because of their... their. It's like... Well, that kind of explains why the village is so small. There's yeah. only like 10 huts there. Cause... The population is dwindling. It's like, why don't they sleep on beds made of knives? <laughs> you know? <laughs> why not? And it's not just like knives. It'd be like the dumb way to uh-huh. make a bed out of... Because like, you can... The bed of nails obviously works because of the surface area. So you made a bed out of three knives. <laughs> and then you tried to sleep on it. Nope, it killed you. <laughs> Didn't work out nice at all. Maybe we should sharpen them more. That's I think that's where we went wrong. That's where we went wrong. The knives weren't sharp enough or long enough. Let's I, try it again. I think my favorite part of the Beastmaster is the training sequence. Dar Dar has found the sword that I guess he already had. He already had. And has never seen a sword ever before in his life. Like, wow, this log is sharp and pointy and oh, shiny. Metal stick. Good. <laughs> Because he's waving the stick around for a good long time. Uh, You're like, yeah, he's really getting after it with that stick. <laughs> His self-imposed training sequence. Yeah. He's learning a lot about fighting, waving that stick around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would like yeah. the, 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 
the reality would be like he'd just go out and some guy would just stab him and <laughs> Beastmaster's over. <laughs> and like, oh, you can talk to animals? I didn't know that before I stabbed you. What's going on? What's going on with that bear over there? He doesn't like you very much because you stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> and he dies. Right. Beastmaster! And that painted tiger finally gets to go home and take a bath and yeah, not die. Not die. Yeah. Jackie? Uh-huh, number three. Fish! I figured Flash would be on your list. Yes, most of these, most of my top four I can bring in with a song, so I'm going to do it. That's why they're in the top four, I'm guessing. Yes, because they all had good jingles. But Flash Gordon was my number three because of the sweet costumes and the Birdman. Yeah, sure. Thanks for giving an old bird a try or another chance, or whatever the hell he says. <laughs> and that weird thing that they had to stick their hands into. Mm-hmm. Like, the uh, wood beast. Yeah. The wood beast, yes. Very, very cleverly named beast from the woods. Lives in woods. Wood beast. It's actually not, because I think it's like a, a stump worm <laughs> would be a better <laughs> name for it. Because that's what it is. It's like in a stump and it's a worm. Uh-huh. They're like wood beast. And they're like, oh, let's, let's call a spade a spade here. That's, a, <laughs> that's definitely more of a stump worm. Sure. It's a deadly one. It's a deadly stump worm, but it's, it's a stump worm nonetheless. Yeah. It's not chasing anybody down. It's yeah. kind of lazy. Not a name really. Beast sort of gives me visions of hair. Yeah. Doesn't have any of that. <laughs> But it's just waiting around for somebody to stick its hand in there. And you know the unfortunate thing is, is if you're the dumb fuck where the beast is, where that worm is sleeping at the, at that day, and you have to stick your hand in that hole, there's no uh, there's no chance in it, right? Like, no, you're just the unlucky bastard that had that got that spot because you got there late. Yeah. And Frank already saw that the worm was closest to that hole, so he's like, I'm gonna go clear over here. And they're like, Well, we don't like Ted, so we'll just leave that spot open for Ted. <laughs> Indeed. I, I, I don't know. I just, I like the bird people. I like the music. The of music's course. great. Everybody loves the music. And I, you know, I, I know that I love Flash Gordon's t-shirt. Uh-huh. And, and Justin actually bought me one of those for Christmas and I wear it. It's a sharp looking t-shirt. Oh yeah. Because I mean, it's just like, yeah, Flash Gordon. And the guy's such an egomaniac. He's just a dumb fuck that's like, well, guess I'm going to save the world because I'm, uh, I'm a sweet football player. I guess. Yeah. I still, the, uh, Battle so by football. He was Playboy first. That was uh, what, yeah. Right. That's where I looked that up. That's my information. Yeah, <laughs> I have I, to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it still amazes me, like, Dino's mother-in-law. Dino, put that wiener on the TV. Okay. That's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, one day, Dino's mom's flicking her bean it's on not the even, toilet. It's his mother-in-law. Uh-huh. Like, hey, I found this guy. Look at this. This Adonis. Yeah. You're reading Playgirl? Yeah. I don't want to know about my mother-in-law's masturbatory habits. I think it's Dino. He's just like, ah, she likes hey, the big wieners. I put that in the film. Yeah. Well, you like that the wiener? I put it on the, I put the wiener on the TV. <laughs> I make it the, I make it the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flash Gordon's a good time. Uh, memory serve Sam had not seen it before. I had not seen Flash Gordon before. And no. it is a, it is a very big cult classic. Yes, it is. And it's, it's quite the production. Huge following. Huge colossal flop did not succeed. No, it didn't work good. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's a good time. I enjoyed Flash Gordon as well. I, it's maybe the fourth time I'd seen it or so. The the misty cloud BS is kind of fun, and the sleepy time rocket ship. It's a conglomeration of special effects that work in certain situations that certainly do not work when you put them all together like right. they tried to. Yeah, absolutely. That's another fun part about it. Is like whoa, it's almost like stirred turds at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Too much in the guacamole. 
Speaking of two, my number two film is another previously discussed film, The Wicker Man. Oh, that's Ooh. my number ten. Yeah, yeah, it's my number two. Two. I I will never, ever, ever get rid of my copy of The Wicker Man. Ever. No. There is... N- you can pry it from my cold, dead hands, you sons of bitches. If the Wicker Man becomes illegal, you're gonna have to take me dead. Or something? Take me alive? Yeah, I just... I The plot of the film is so incredibly dumb. And just, like... I would love the Wicker Man if I just read the screenplay. Because it's just hilarious from concept to reality. It is... So dumb. And the, their starting point was one of the widely regarded greatest horror movies ever made. Uh-huh. And they make an homage to it, but it's like, hey, guys, we're totally going to give you an homage. Hope you like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't have shit from Shinola to do about the movie at all. What do you mean? The the, the car crash scene. It was like, oh, what? Yeah. The, the fact that there's just, that that's their plan. The whole plan of Summer's Isle is to just hope that they can rope cops into coming to their island to sacrifice them to the Wicker Man, their pagan god. And so we're going to set up this booby trap where he sees these people get exploded in a car because we hope that a truck is just going to barrel out of control down the highway and run them over and they're not going to die. I mean, it's just unbelievably dumb. I still don't know what their end game is. Bees? Bees. They get more honey if they do some bullshit? Yeah, they had the bad bee crop. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't exist. Because you don't, har- like, it's constantly in harvest. Yes, you don't, you don't have, oh, it's March, time to harvest the bees. I guess if, you, if you're if you in a place that has winter, the bees are going to hibernate. Ah, but it's called Summer's Isle. It is. It, it, they, they're not playing by their own rules. <laughs> and the fact that Nick Cage's character is a California highway patrol man, and he goes to investigate a disappearing child that he may or may not have anything to do with, and just the whole plan. Like, Nick Cage's character is I'm gonna a go dumb break guy. The law. He's a dumb guy. He is, he is not a good cop. However, I think that he is the least dumbest character in this movie. I think every single one of those pagan witches... Must be mentally handicapped because their plan sucks. Oh, it's terrible. But it works. But is he really that smart? Well, no, to he's not, not smart at all. Do not have seen this like three, four story tall wicker man <laughs> on this small <laughs> island that they were loading up with like goats and shit. You know, like, where's that? Why is that goat in that wicker man thing? Like, he doesn't even see it. The island cannot be that small. I mean, this thing is like above the trees. Yeah, it's, it's big. Yeah. And it's like in a clearing. But apparently he never goes over there. Here's, here's, here's me. I, okay, I guess I have to be a good guy and go find this missing child. I guess, whatever. I, I'll just do it. And I get to the island and I, and again, you see the bloody bag and I wouldn't ask what's in the bag, a shark or something. Well, a shark or something. I would just be like, these people are holding a bloody bag. Hey, um, I'm, I'm here to, to talk to this person. Uh, could you point me in the right direction? And then those people say something fucking crazy and laugh like loony bins at me. Yeah. I would churn around and get back on the goddamn, get back plane, on the goddamn plane and never come back and be like, you know what? I had some bad depression at work. Uh, I was feeling glum about seeing these people die. I'm pretty much over it now. 
I'm ready to I'm ready to go back to the not crazy business of fucking Summer's Isle. I'm a policeman. I understand the law to a certain extent. I'm going to maybe call the local authorities on this one cuz if it wasn't a shark in the bag, it was, you know, they got shit going on. There's a they missing person. They definitely have shit going on on this island. Yeah, like, yep, I know enough to mm-hmm. involve the right people. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm going home. I'm going to go nope, watch he's uh, going to go freelancing. Going to go watch the entire first season of Cheers on Netflix now. Not well, in that crazy out. time, right, where he is like, sees a little girl underneath the dock, uh-huh. and then he's like holding her, and she drowned it, and then all of a sudden she's not there, and then he's dry. And, and he, oh, don't forget his epic cage scream at that scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, he looks and she's not there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I love it. I love the Wicker Man. Yeah, it me too. The, it is one of the best ever. The bird in the desk. The oh, bird, yeah. the in, bird the in the desk. In the, he goes, what? What? Because that's what I'm thinking. You're right. Phallic what? symbol. Phallic symbol. Oh. These people are fucking crazy. Um, here's the thing about our top 10 list is a lot of the films that we're listing have strong redeeming qualities as far as the filmmaking that, that, that they're going into, you know, Dead Heat was funny. It did. Uh, had good jokes, intentional jokes. Uh, uh, you know, the Beastmaster has at least neat, uh, settings and, and, uh, wrangling cats and, and animals. The sex appeal. The sex appeal. Um, Wicker Man is just a terrible film. It's bad. It's room level of bad. The guy who was running the camera didn't do a bad job. The guy that cut it together didn't do a bad job. But everybody else did a real bad real, job. Real, real bad job. And a movie that is this bad and still this loved is a rare, yes. rare animal. Hey, the costumes were good. The costumes Don't be throwing were, the costume lady I, under no, the bus. No, the costumes were terrible. It was a fucking bear suit. Hey, that one lady. <laughs> bear suit. <laughs> that one lady had a bird outfit on. Oh, yeah, there was somebody that just had like some so feathers on. It was what dumb. the shit. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, the costumes were so terrible. They're I like it. They're all just wearing potato sacks the rest of the time. Oh. <laughs> Love it. On second thought, let's not go to Summer's Isle. It's a silly place. <laughs> it's a silly place. Sam, your number two film. If we die, I just want you to know you've got the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> Showdown in Little Tokyo. Oh, my God. This was a great film. It is one of the worst movies ever made. Showdown is ridiculous. It is so bad. It's so... And I'd seen it before, and it had been a long time, because it was a VHS upgrade mm-hmm. that... uh so I hadn't seen it since the days of tape machines. And remember liking it a lot, knowing it was kind of dumb, but not watching it for 10 years? Just good golly, that movie's bad. It is such a bad... I Like, how did it happen? Uh-huh. Like, they're watching the, the cut, the rough cut of it, and they're like, what the fuck did we give you dickheads money for? You, you gave us this? This is fucking terrible. It's terrible. It's awful action. It's, uh, again, a really dumb story. Uh, the dynamic between Dolph Lundgren and, uh, Brandon Lee is confusing at best. Confusing at best. Uh, very sexually ambiguous. Uh huh. But uh, Dolph Lundgren's looking good. Well, dude, the guy's, the guy's, he is an Adonis. Oh, yeah. So you never talk bad about how Dolph's looking because he'll walk through your door and punch you in the face. Yeah. Look great. I also like the introduction to Dolph Lundgren where he does the punch kick. Oh, yes. The punch kick is a really good way that this film sets the tone for what you're going to see for the rest of your like, 
that sucks. Punching and a guy in front of you while kicking, kicking a guy, guy behind, behind you. you. Yeah. And not doing it fast enough that anybody would have gotten hurt. And then you're just like, yeah, that was good enough. That's it. That'll work. Yeah, that's a good that's take. That's good. Good take. Yeah, print that. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go bunch let's go film another bunch of bad ideas and poorly written. Oh, the writing is so bad. And the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. That's really yeah. the one that this it, it's a flaming, steaming pile of shit, but that is sort of like that extra inch that the pole vaulter needs to get over. And the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man line is where this thing lands in the Hall of Fame because what the fuck? <laughs> like, you were being kind of gay. Now you're, now you're super. Just, why don't you just make a gay porno? Yeah. What's next? Why don't, why don't you just, I, why don't you just say it? Just say it. If, if, if you like Dolph, it's okay. It's okay. A lot of, a lot of people do. I am sure Dolph has, uh, been on the, po- uh, Dolph's poster has been on, uh, the wall of many a, a gay person's sure. wall before. Many walls. a gay person's wall. Yeah. Uh, just say it. Just say, Dolph, I am in love with you. I like your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go to there. <laughs> And then, and then it could be Dolph's decision whether he wants to pursue that option <laughs> yeah, or not. Exactly. He's like, "Thanks, bro, but uh, no." <laughs> well, no that's basically through what the he, out- he would do his zap like all of a sudden Dolph Lundgren is Brock Sampson. Yeah. So he's like, "Thanks, bro. No in through the outdoor." <laughs> <laughs> then he just listens to some zap in his Camaro. <laughs> we can't forget the the sex scene. Yeah, the Tia career stunt hits. Yeah, uh, and how bad. How bad that sex scene it was. It didn't work. It no, was. It, it was so awkward. From her, from the time that they initiate the sexing to the time that she orgasms and rolls off of him, he is clearly, <laughs> clearly had one of the shittiest orgasms of his life because <laughs> his face is like, <gasps> and then it's over and she just rolls off. Three seconds? <laughs> like the, the sex scene count was three seconds, seconds like in real that. time. Yeah. Amazing. He put it in there, and that's it. <laughs> Moved around a bit. <laughs> it wasn't the Pushed old. Her off. It wasn't the old in and out. It was the old in. <laughs> <laughs> the old Got in. It. Now get off. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. What? Whoa. Uh, oh yeah. What? That isn't the best sex you've ever had. I don't even know if we can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shooting a sex scene has got to be. Very awkward and not a good time. I can't imagine having fun doing it unless you're uh, James Hong. But uh, oh yeah, then it's uh, you know feel good. That's the that's the best best day best day ever. Sex scene day. This sex scene is just so. I I I I dare say it. Tommy Wiseau can shoot a better sex scene. Oh yeah, he's. I mean, (laughs) Tommy Wiseau can shoot a great sex scene. He just puts the unsexiest people in the world in it. <laughs> like, hey, bud, there's your weird looking butt. And, ah, oh, yes, the lady with the poor implants again. <laughs> but I mean, it's, he's got the Vaseline lens thing going. The music's nice. Yeah. It lasts about water, six, water. It lasts about six minutes. You know, that they're, <laughs> you know, they're, they're getting it done in there. Dolph is like, you want a bone? Uh, okay, now go <laughs> yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. This, I, I forget about the sex scene and show down a little Tokyo that usually when it happens, I'm like, why do they even do that? Like, oh, he has to have sex with her. Uh-huh. Because he's not gay. You right. must know this because if we didn't do this, you'd think that him and Brandon are going to share a bed I in the next scene. I really think that that's what's going on. I just, I don't know how Showdown works. I don't know how it's an action movie. It's, yeah, I mean, it's got action. Oh, it does <laughs> have action, got but action. Jesus. 
It's so not on paper. It is not the target market that goes after these sorts of things. No, it isn't. It is. It's a combination of uh, who thinks this is cool and tremendously bad storytelling that like not only is it poorly written and it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's also like, yeah, this is the cool stuff. And they're like, nope, it's not the cool stuff. It is not the cool. It stuff. It is a lot like I think that this would make a great double feature with live like a cop, die like a man, because that's also like so you guys, uh, your boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah, you're palling okay, around a little uh, close. They, they, uh, they do have in that movie. They do uh, have a wobbly H, <clears throat> the London bridges. Yeah, <clears throat> so I think that one's a little bit more <laughs> less ambiguous. Now they're they like each other a lot. They oh, share they a bedroom. Like, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, ooh, yeah. maybe somebody needs to do it. Like they they did the the gay cowboys with Brokeback. Uh-huh. Maybe. Gay action men, uh, buddy cops. They're not. They're like partners. As long you can call it partners, partners. Oh, that's a great title. And then you know they they bust all the TM. crime. What? No, TM. <laughs> TM. Yeah, yeah, trademark. Trademark. Uh, write it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, why not? As they, long as they kicked ass. If if there was any type of non ass kicking, then no, these two gay men they need to blow everything. Oh up. yeah, explosions the, everywhere. The cops. That are uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock at the beginning of the yes, other guys. Exactly, they're those guys. But then they go home and they like candlelight dinners, uh-huh. and rubbing each other's faces, and salmon the wallpaper. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I get some of the movie rights to that one because I TM'd it. Ding, nice, ding, Jackie. I don't what think is, it's gonna work. What is your What is your number two, Jackie? Because every cool, cool guy needs a popular girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Number two, Teen Witch. Cha. <laughs> teen Witch. So you got James, ladies and gentlemen, James Hetfield. <laughs> yeah, because we have the, the crazy old gypsy. Now I can really get into it. So the, we have the crazy old little gypsy lady, right? Who's, um, yeah. who's like, here, turn this money into, or this whatever she had into money. And <laughs> the then magic she's, bullshit. Yeah, the magic bullshit. And then she's like, turn this frog into a prince. Because she's a little pervert old lady, mm-hmm. and she's going to bone that frog prince. Yeah, she's getting the sexons. Yeah, she's getting the money and the sexons from this teenager. And, you know, oh, Brad. Wasn't that his name? I think it was Brad. Brad. And if it's not Brad, it might as well be Brad. Yeah, dipshit Brad guy. He, he is, the, like, the archetype for Brad. Yes. he's He's got a... I don't even remember what he drives, but it might as well be a T-top Fiero that's yeah, it probably red. was a T-top Fiero. He curls his hair at night. Uh, he he wear, he has a a sweater that he wears over his uh, tied around his neck over his uh, polo shirt. This guy is a dickhead. Yeah, he is a dickhead. But I just want to say the only thing I didn't find realistic about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) One thing. When I was, when I was watched it the first time, you know, when I was pretty young and the only thing I didn't find realistic is that all the people that were sitting outside of her house with the we love Louise signs Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, Oh my God, that doesn't happen. So I don't know if I can believe this movie now. And then throwing away the amulet at the end. Oh, come on. No teenager's going to be giving up some free magic bullshit. You know, they wait until they're 80 and then they throw it off the front of a boat. Yeah. 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 They, they don't throw it away at the high school dance for the old curmudgeon witch to get and be like, yeah, more frog princes. Oh, my God. The parallels between Teen Witch and, and Titanic, Titanic are amazing, are, aren't they? It's the same movie. Yeah. James it's, Cameron really pissed on her eyes with that one. It's statutory. They're both statutory rape yep. film. She tosses the amulet after she gets boned by her one true love. Yeah. 
Whoa. Whoa. Mind yep. blown. Mind they blown. both star Bill Paxton. No. No, they don't. No, they don't. Oh, if only Bill Paxton had been a Teen Witch. Ugh. But now I, I really hate Titanic even more. I they do. just, like, copied it, Teen Witch. <laughs> one of the shittiest movies ever made. Which, there was probably one guy at the theater, and it, like, walks out, and everybody's saying something like, oh, they're all crying, and one of the one guys like, look, that the first time I saw it when it was called Teen Witch. <laughs> and nobody got it. What? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? But then, like, ten years later, you're like, you're right, buddy. That was Teen Witch. Holy cow. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Teen Witch was a hell of a find, Jackie. That is one of your proudest moments was was contributing Teen Witch. Because here's the thing. Normally, before we started this podcast, and even before Jackie started watching bad movies with us, the staple was usually tough guy movies it's that we would watch. It's action is shit. Tough you know? guy movies that would make bad movie Sunday. And there is not a man that likes bad movies that I would look in the eye and say, you know what? Teen Witch is not for you. Yeah. You should no. Every single person that likes bad movies should watch Teen Witch. Teen Witch is, yes. It's the teenage girl equivalent of a Norris film. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I thought it was way better than Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It I, was. It yes. Was I more like Girls Just Want to Have Fun, too, though. No, because yeah. it had some magic bullshit, and it had, like, the losers triumphing, right? And pushes that mean teenage bitch into the pool and it has the worst songs ever recorded oh for yeah a movie. absolutely because every cool cool guy needs a popular girl top that top that then that whole scene the, and every single song just comes out of nowhere you're just like they're walking down the street having a conversation about nothing and then all of a sudden it's like hey over there is some rapping guys you know what i'm a rapper too now and then they just start rapping and but it's all None of the music, none of the musical aspect of it is like a musical. It is like this is happening in real life. This isn't this isn't a musical. The, the this is what teenagers do. Yeah. They walk down the street and then get in rap battles rap with each battles. other. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The front end of rap sucked so much. And it wasn't the front end of rap sucked. It was that when rap was actually a thing that white people tried to do it. It was like, oh, bad. Oh, bad. But then Every eventually... white person. Yeah. It was, guys in ties were like, you know what? Let's be hip and fresh. We can do the rap. We can do the rap. But that's, that doesn't seem that hard. You nope. just talk real no, fast no. And, and things rhyme. And you yeah. talk about how dope and how fly you are. Hey, I loved Vanilla Ice, okay? Man, that, Rob Van Winkle had talent. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. How dare you compare Vanilla Ice to Teen Witch? No, I was saying on the front end, that's when white people got rap right, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Witch is a great film. I loved it. Teen Witch is a great film. My number one movie that I saw should be no surprise. It will not be a surprise. And Ooh, I, can I guess? I already know what Sam's number, number one, one movie, movie is. And it's the same movie. Jackie, go ahead. Is it Deadly Prey? It is Deadly it Prey. It is Deadly Prey. <gasps> Deadly Prey. Yes, you have to buy me McDonald's later. Uh, 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 uh. Totally no, right. I have to stop recording this podcast and just go watch Deadly Prey. <gasps> yes. Yeah. You don't mess with the Danton. Oh, my God. It was clearly going to be in the Hall of Fame. Really, yes. It made me have to, like, reorder my Hall of Fame, and I just didn't see it coming. It, it, the thing is, is that the, the wonderfulness that is Deadly Prey is not, truthfully, how much banana business there is in it 
because many films have banana business in it, and this has a lot of banana business. But the whole time you're just on this roller coaster of silly shit that is happening and Dan just going from one thing to another and killing this guy and killing that guy and killing this guy. And the whole time you're clapping and having fun and amazed at how shitty the whole thing is from a filmmaking standpoint. And then you come to the most unexpected thing that has ever been captured in front of a camera. Like none of us saw the ending coming at all you no holds barred which is another movie that we talked about uh no punches pulled no punches pulled you know what we're fucking going out and we're going we're taking the biggest ballsiest thing that we could possibly do to end this film and we are going to make this shit badass and it's a lesson it's a life lesson you never hunt a man Uh unless you're danton unless you're danton He'll show you how to hunt a man, and the only way when you know is when you're dead. I rarely, rarely, rarely give nines and tens out. This got a nine from me. Uh, Nine stars out of ten on the bad movie scale. It is mind-blowing. It is underappreciated. It is underknown. They killed a wife. Thank you. They did (laughs) do that. Everything. Uh, thank you, David A. Pryor. Thank you, Ted Pryor. Ted Pryor. Uh, my God. I just, I wish you guys nothing but the best. You have made one of the most incredible films I have ever seen. And I mean it not just for Stinker Madness. I mean the whole gamut of every film I have ever seen. It is incredible. When they tour that thing around, if they make it within 500 miles of me, I'm going. Yes. Like if they go to Portland, I'm going to Portland to watch that movie with them. I, oh yeah. I love Tommy Wiseau, and yeah. most people do, and most people go see the, the room for the 700th time to meet Tommy yeah. when he's out touring it because he is an interesting character. I would like to meet Tommy Wiseau because he is an interesting character. I want to meet Dave and Ted so I can honestly look them in the eye and say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Loved this film. That's my number one film that I saw last year, unquestionably. By leaps, leaps and, bounds. and bounds. It was a, it was the surprise. It's been it's like a five year surprise for me. Yeah, I haven't been that excited. I haven't been that surprised by a movie in about five years. Yep, I would, I, uh, I would give it to you. I give you the same thing. The thing that the sort of side effects of Danton, like how it's it's so compact, it's so efficient, mm-hmm. but you make it makes you think about like. You know, for a week after we watched it, I, I just thought about what Danton would do in any situation. Absolutely. Like, you have to, it, it's so good that you have to take the main character out of it and think about, like, what would Danton do uh-huh. here? Oh, I think, I think the WWDD is a great bumper sticker. Yeah. Nobody would understand it, but, uh, what would Danton do? He's, he's a man of mystery. He's a mystical figure of incredible power and, unstoppable killing machine i'll tell you what one of my favorite things about danton is that he can hide in the water and not breathe and then jump up and grab somebody and pull him in and stab him yes that was just so freaking awesome it was freaking awesome and i love that he buried he took the time to bury himself in leaves oh yeah yeah <laughs> jump out of the ground oh dan <laughs> dan you broke my heart <laughs> <laughs> That's my number one film. That's Sam's number yeah, one number film. One. You want to add anything extra, Sam? No, that was my extra. Was that yeah, just thinking about like I liked it that much, and the character is such an endearing badass. Because it's not just that the movie's Hall of Fame material. It's like now Danton is the Chuck Norris joke website. Yes, that's Danton. Yeah, is that, that level. is not Chuck Norris. It's it's Danton. Danton has set the bar very high for every 
anybody else. I will always be comparing people to Dan. Dan, yes. From, is he better than Dan? That's the new I don't know. scale. Yeah. It's now compare him to Danton. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well said. Jackie, why don't you close us out here with your number one film? That's right. It's the Beastmaster. Ah, yes. Beastmaster is uh, quite a popular film, apparently, with the Beastmaster three of us. Beastmaster made all three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my favorite, favorite part of the Beastmaster, which I have been saving every time you guys mentioned it before, was the um, bat people. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That engulf people with their wings, and then they suck them dry, and then their bones fall out. Like, I used to play that with a blanket when I was a kid, and I still do that to this day. I did it to our friend Stacy the other day, and she was like, <laughs> one time, she was like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, Beastmaster time. She had not seen the movie, so it backfired. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, like, and, and all the animal facts that, like, I just, I had a new appreciation for it after Sam's boring bullshit. Throwing the fucking eagle out of a hot air balloon yeah. to get it to fly. And Ugh. that the, the tiger panther, you know, like, Duh. he died. I was really sad, like. And then the joke because about of like <laughs> because the, the reason that PETA exists is this movie. Yeah. And then you know like the ferret, the joke that we had about the ferret guy, a uh, ferret thrower. <laughs> oh, chucking ferrets! <laughs> Somebody tossing. did toss those things around a lot. How many ferret. ferrets can one man toss in a film? Ugh. How many? There was a number. It was like eighteen ferrets or something. But they actually had to use eighteen ferrets. Yeah. Well, they because didn't say they how many all got eaten by the tiger. Oh. Or the eagle came down and got oh, one. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh shit. Somebody lunchy, run to the pet store. <laughs> Craft services for eagles is just the characters of the film. <laughs> Rip, tor- <laughs> Rip Torn's eating a ferret. And they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, well, all the other animals. Everybody, Everybody else, else is doing, doing it. it. And if you, to be honest, have you been over to Craft Services on this fucking thing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, this movie just, I, I loved it as a kid. I loved it even more as an adult. And, after Sam's boring bullshit, I just took it to a whole new level for me, and I was just like, you know, there there is just no better movie for me than the Beastmaster. I I can't argue with that. Yeah, the Beastmaster's great, and it especially great. when it's like running in, in the in the riverbed, you know, slick rocks, mm-hmm. sharp sword. Yes, I'm like, yeah, that's good training. There's Ugh. some dangerous shit in this movie. Oh, no, it's sure. all dangerous. Yeah, the water around. Like the thing is, it's a fucking tiger. Yes, that is true. No matter how good of a tiger it is, it may at any moment munch your face off. The most well-known tiger trainer of all time that you have ever heard of, eaten by tiger. Eaten by tiger. <laughs> how would you like to be the priest, though, that the tiger, like, jumps on and oh, like, I know. pretend malls? Yeah. Like, that didn't look very pretend. Yeah, yeah. that did not oh, look very Jesus. pretend. So scary. Like, oh, today's the day. Hope I don't die at work today. Uh... Yeah. But then there's the uh, the other side of it. Today's the day Tanya Roberts is going to take her shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, oh, and the sexy tits. witches. Oh, the sexy witches. And you pan up and they're all sexy and then, butterface. <laughs> oh. And then they stab that ring. And then that ring eye that they had. Yeah. Where the, that was so realistic looking. And like, and they stab it <laughs> with a stick. And then the one witch goes blind. And I'm like, yeah. So real. And when they steal the baby the at baby the beginning with the blue the stuff, yeah. you know, like, that was pretty awesome. And then it comes into the cow. And then, like, why didn't you just cut it out of the lady? lady but exactly. You cool killed her thing. anyway. <laughs> and the, don't forget about the practical joke when Dar is a child of 
hey, neighbor guy, get eaten by bear. And then they laugh. <laughs> oh, you jokesters almost got me killed by eaten by bear. <laughs> I hate my village. <laughs> it's like if you're not impaled on your own house, you're being eaten by a bear. Dar's going to call some bullshit over to, to yeah. pull up. He's he's Dar is the equivalent of Silver Shamrock. <laughs> he's, he's got the sticky toilet paper. It's just in the form of mauling bear. <laughs> the people that live next door to me guys like, you know, I moved here from Cleveland. And I just don't know what I can't remember why I did that. I just don't know why I did that. You know, the torso killer just wasn't that bad. The, the grass is always greener, man. The grass is always greener. Not having a job, shanty town, whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm pale on my house. I miss Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Worst football team ever, you know. You might get shot. I'm getting impaled by my own house. <laughs> oh, the Beastmaster. Yeah. Good choices, guys. Really good, solid picks. That uh, kind of takes us through the top ten. I think it's been a great year. It's been a good year, and yeah, I can't I look, wait for I next year. I forward to the next, the next year of Stinkers. Um, so I actually, speaking of... Mm-hmm. Here's how good Deadly Prey is. To go back to this, because I oh, can't boy. even get on I can't get over it. I pushed Megaforce into the next year because of Deadly Prey. Yeah. One of my all-time tops, I was like, ooh, I don't really want to put it up against Deadly Prey. Yes, indeed. I would not. Um, I'm going to go through my honorable mentions real quick. We're not going to talk too deep about these guys, but I do want to, I do want to give them some respect. Uh, Big Ass Spider was a big deal for me. Big Ass Spider was a lot of fucking fun. I really loved uh, Big Ass Spider. Genuinely funny. My favorite Chuck Norris movie of all time. Which didn't exist before the Delta Force. You didn't, yeah. The Delta I did Force not have a favorite Chuck Norris movie because I am not much of a Chuck Norris fan. I really enjoyed the Delta Force. The Delta Force is a good time. Yeah, I screw you if you don't like the Delta Force. Uh, Hell Squad made my honorable mentions along with, along with uh, Death Race 2000. Uh, here's one for you, Manborg. Ah, Manborg. You chugged that one. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed Manborg. I, I enjoyed Manborg. One thousand dollars. One thousand dollars, and you got Manborg. I think that was an achievement in bad filmmaking. Uh, Never too young to die, man from Hong Kong. Sorority House Massacre Two, one Jim Wernerski film. Isn't that the one where they sprayed the ketchup and you could see the bottle? Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. I forgot about that. And and the neighbor is impossible to kill. He's not even the bad guy, but he's impossible to kill. And the four-minute booby cut. (laughs) They, they, no, they. The I read that there was an, an. actual amount of boobs time uh-huh. that you could have before you got to x and so he would just get to that minute mark and it the whole setup of just okay this girl's gonna take her top off now this, this one's gonna, gonna take, take her top off. now the next girl and he goes through every single woman in that film takes their top off just purely for he's kicking the tires yes oh god like that, he's, that's he, a fun he's a, sequence. like that's the thing with the, this like where you see winorski making the movie He's like the car salesman. He's like, I'm going to show you everything you need to see. Don't worry. I'm going to show you all these. Right now, I'll just get this we're, out of the we're way. We're just going to get this out of we're the way. We're just going to get this out of the way. Here's all the tips. I, I, I've got some things to do in this film. Yeah. So uh, here's here's your boobs. Uh, four minutes of them back to back. Uh, last but not least, I want to also respect the fine uh, dual feature that we saw from the Canon Group on Netflix. Both of the Alan Quartermain movies. Yes, those are on my honorable mention as well. I loved both of those silly, silly, great films. Could it? Could, and again... Could have seen those at any point in my life and would have enjoyed them. And I got my mind adult. blown from Jackie telling me that he, that he was gay. 
Richard Chamberlain. Richard yeah, Chamberlain. Richard Chamberlain is gay. I was, it was like an Austin Powers moment. I was like, but the ladies loved him. <laughs> Women loved that guy. Yes, they did. Yeah. There you go. Sam? My honorable mention was No Holds Barred, the Alan Quartermain movies, The Vineyard, which Jackie mentioned. Revolt. Oh, Revolt. Revolt was batshit crazy. Batshit crazy. I had a really good time with Revolt. Uh, the Rage. Oh, yes, with oh, Gary yeah. Busey. Yes. And, and uh, Nicholas Cage? No. No, that's Rage. It oh. was, uh, I don't think you saw The Rage. Gary it, Busey and Lorenzo Lamas. Oh, Lorenzo Lamas, of course. And the jumping the van through the bleachers. Uh-huh. Oh, that that shit was batshit crazy. Yeah, that shit was that crazy. whole movie was batch like Still somebody... on Netflix as of this moment. Yeah, so you should watch that. that. Go check that out. Yeah, check that out. Some really dangerous stunts in that one. Mm-hmm. Those are my honorable mentions. Jackie? So also the quarter main movies, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Because, yes, I'm one of those women that just loves Richard Chamberlain. We can't forget to mention uh, Sharon Stone. Yeah, screw her, dude. It's it's all about the Chamberlain for me. Yeah. Uh, and some other ones that I really liked is Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Where he is a truck driver guy. Uh-huh. Pulls his own head off. Uh, over the top. Oh. Like the pathetic scenes with the father-son oh. bonding in the morning, stretching and getting so ready bad. to be truck drivers. And it, and here's one that I don't know if you guys will even remember this one. Blubberella. Oh, God, I did not like that movie at all. Sucks. I hated Blubberella. Absolutely hated it. No, I I totally because uh, your friend Karen recommended that. And the next time I saw her, I was like Blubberella, huh? Like I I browbeat her. That was I hated it so much that I gave Karen the business. Knees. Fuck you, Ebol. <laughs> Fuck him right <laughs> in the just, face. He did one thing I will say about you, Ebol. That had a part of the movie that I didn't hate was him playing Hitler and being silly. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, I guess. <laughs> if you like it, that's, that's I, I just okay. thought it was kind of weird and kind of different. And yeah. I think that that's why I remembered it so much throughout the year mm-hmm. is because it was just kind of weird for me. And it, I'm not saying it was a good movie. I'm not saying go out and watch it. But it was a weirdo movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, okay, then. That's yeah, how it. I that's how I based my list, too, is the basically like. What left le- left an impression? So, like, the memory factor was very uh, dis- that was part of the distinguishing factors on how I ordered things was how what sort of impression it left on me, you know, to this point. Yeah, and Cobra. That oh, was Cobra's awesome. Cobra's a good honorable mention as well. Yeah, because they kill that first bad guy and he falls into the meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like dead meat. Well, gang, we're going to have to wrap this up pretty quick. I don't think we're going to have time to go through all of our top three good movies, but I do, I, I, I do feel that we should mention, uh, the best movie that we saw in 2014, made in 2014. Um, Jackie, why don't you tell us your best good movie that you saw in 2014? Oh, put me on the spot Sam, here. Sam, why don't you tell us Grand Budapest? Grand Budapest was oh, your, yeah. your best movie. Yeah. You know, I really enjoyed Grand Budapest quite a bit. It's it's fun, fun time. Really pretty. It's very pretty. Yeah. Um. It it wasn't mine. I just, uh. I don't know if it even made my top five. Uh. I just didn't love it as much as you did. Uh. My number one absolutely was Whiplash. Whiplash was good. Yeah. Captain America. Winter Soldier is. I would definitely put as my number three favorite movie. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it now. Yeah. Captain America. Yeah, Winter Soldier was really good. Oh, screw it. I'll, tell, I'll just go ahead and say my number two was John Wick as well. John Wick was John number Wick two. John Wick is on my list. Yeah, he was you know, my number two. What is kind of crappy, because I only watched half of it. I started watching that felony movie. That thing was trying to get the number one spot halfway through it. 
felony? Yeah, it's an Australian oh, movie, sure. but it was okay. like, and I think it's it's 2014. I'm gonna watch the rest of it. I don't even think you should bring it up if you haven't seen the whole thing. Well, I know I'm saying what I'm saying, but like this is pretty. Is, I mean, it might fall apart in the second half, mm. but uh, yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. Great. Pretty <laughs> good. Well, there's your show. Thank you for listening. We hope that you'll join us for another year of this podcast, and we'll do another year in review in March of 2016. Until then, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening, and get to the chopper.